Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And uh, we have quite a few uh, items to bring to you. First of all, um, yeah, put this into the sad news category. Uh, the World Boxing Association President Gilberto Mendoza went public with his alliance as the amateur dispute continued amidst a wave of defection. As you know, both the USA and uh, Great Britain's uh, boxing programs, two of the most hopeful in the world, uh, have left the IBA, formerly AIBA, to join world boxing. Their respective moves were echoed by many other nations in a row over uh, reform. Until confirming its plans to self-administer significant changes, the IBA has been involved in a storm over judging and bout fixing alongside several other accusations. And this led to the formation of World Boxing after the Imp International Olympic Committee, IOC, threatened to expel the sport from future games. World Boxing is a direct rival of the IBA and plans to focus efforts on keeping boxing at the Olympics indefinitely. As for the IBA, the organization has condemned the breakaway faction for uh, luring away several major contributors uh, to the metal table. It retains hope that it can still keep some of the star names moving forward. However, this Tuesday, Mendoza, who has clashed with the WBC on his decision to support the IBA, was present at the Continental Boxing Championship in California. Uh, it's an event uh, that came uh, with an invitation from the IBA in which the best amateur fighters of the region participated. The WBA figurehead attended the finals of the youth category, which took place during the day. And he sat alongside the leader of the IBA, Zumar Kremlev, and joined different presidents of national federations who also support the IBA, such as Alberto Torres from Colombia. So uh, I'm sure this will go on for some time until the Olympics decision has been finalized. And until then, we as fans wait. Speaking of fans, one of our fan favorites here over at uh, Talk and Fight, uh, three division and five time world champion, Yocasta Valley, uh, 28 and two, nine knockouts, will make her grand 2023 return to the US after selling out stadiums in her native Costa Rica and will defend her IBF and WBO minimum weight world championship titles against a soon to be announced opponent. Uh, Nicaragua born and Costa Rica raised, Valley will participate in a 10-round match as part of the Zapita versus Gestel fight card. A guaranteed barn burner of the main event, William El Cameron Zapita, he's 28-0, 24 knockouts, will defend his WBA Continental America's lightweight title in a 12-round match against Mercito No Mercy Gesta, which I announced last, last week. Um, oh, <laughs> What would this show be without a quote from Eddie Hearn? Eddie Hearn has named Philip Hergovic, Dempsey McKean, and Derek Chisora among the best heavyweight fighters in the world ahead of his upcoming London event featuring those fighters. In another iced Eskimos moment for the promoter, Hearn assured fans they would witness some of the top 200-pound-plus contenders when they tune in on Saturday night. Hearn is convinced, whether only publicity or not, that the Anting Joshua undercard features the cream of heavyweight talent. 
It's a night of heavy-duty action at the O2 in London, with Anthony and Joshua now facing the Nordic nightmare, six foot nine Robert Helenia, said Hearn. AJ looks to move on to some of the biggest fights in the division, as we all might add, if he wins. Uh, the undercard is stacked with some of the world's biggest, baddest, and best heavyweights at Hearn, along with some of our youngest talent. We know the issues of the last few days. It's never been easy to think on your feet and adapt, but the instruction from Anthony Joshua was clear. I'm ready to fight, and I want to fight on Saturday. Despite his claims about the undercard, Hearn admits that they had no choices but to pull the plug on pay-per-view attempts. Uh, we had to thank our broadcast partners, DAZN. Uh, the great news for subscribers is that this is no longer pay-per-view. Uh, this is under un unbelievable value for fight fans to be able to watch AJ in a big fight with a great undercard. Yeah. So that's Eddie Hearn for you. Terrence Crawford wants Gervonta Davis at 147. That's a big money fight, he says. Okay. According to Chris Williams over BoxingNews24.com, he says Terrence Crawford has changed his tune about fighting 135-pound secondary champ Gervonta Tank Davis, and he's now interested in facing him as long as he agrees to move up 12 pounds to fight at 147. If Crawford hasn't transformed himself into a hobgoblin negotiator, he might be able to cash in with a couple of nice paydays before he calls it a day. Canelo Alvarez would undoubtedly entertain a fight with Crawford at 168 as uh, would Dave Benavidez, Dave Merrill Jr., and Caleb Plant. But for Crawford to be talking crazy like he's the face of boxing is totally unrealistic that he'll get any of those fights. And, of course, he'll wind up empty-handed with his zany idea of fighting Gervonta at 147 without weight and strength-draining catchweight of 138 to 140. Crawford says he'd stay at 147 to fight Tank who's 29 and 0, 27 knockouts, rather than move up to 131, sorry, 154. What's interesting is that Crawford isn't offering to fight Tank at a catch weight in between 135 and 147. In other words, Crawford thinks that he's the A-side and is calling the shots with Tank like a big boss. This is the same thing that Crawford did with Canelo Alvarez, saying that he'll fight the Mexican superstar at 158 catch weight, which is 10 pounds below his 168 weight 168-pound weight class. The way that Crawford is making outlandish offers, thinking he's in a position to do this, is like he's following in the footsteps of Andy Ruiz Jr., uh, pricing himself out of fights by asking for deals that he has no chance of getting in fights uh, against Deontay Wilder, etc. Uh, no knock the tank, but there are definitely levels. If he thinks he's going to knock Terrence Crawford out, he has nothing coming. I'd stay at 147 pounds from him. That's a big money fight, but nobody's going to give me credit. Tank's like five foot five. He's a little guy, said uh, Terrence Crawford, about his willingness to fight Gervonta Davis if he comes up 12 pounds to 147. Crawford needs uh, to get uh, his feet back on the ground because his victory over a drained and empty shell of Errol Spence Jr. has grown some ideas in his head, and he's not going to get away with any of those fights that he wants, not one. Terrence will get his rematch with Spence because the terms have likely been uh, spelled out all, as already part of the rematch clause. But once that fight is out of the way, Crawford won't get matchups he wants against Jamal, Charlo, Canelo, or Tank. The way the author sees it, uh, 
Crawford won't get any of the big fights. He's grasping for it, and he'll wind up his career fighting these guys, Brian Mendoza, Sebastian Fantora, or Erickson Lubin. Now, speaking of unbeaten fighters, in a clash between unbeaten flyweights, Andy Dominguez, he's 10-0 now, six knockouts, scored a six-round majority decision over Mohamed Avini. Uh, 7-1-1, five knockouts on Thursday night over at Sony Hall in New York City. Close fight. Uh, scores were 58-56, 58-56, and 57-57. In the co-feature, female super flyweight Christina Cruz is now 5-0, also undefeated. Uh, and she swept past Nancy Franco, who's 19-18-2, five knockouts. Over eight rounds by scores of 80-72, 79-73, and 79-73. Good stuff out of New York. All right, let's move along to see what's happening. Oh, David Benavides, right. David Benavides and uh, Demetrius Andrade, who are going to be fighting. Uh, it'll be a pay-per-view event, though, for boxing fans. Um, still being planned for the fall, uh, as you already know. And in case you're wondering, it will be on PBC and Showtime pay-per-view. And that's according to Mike Coppinger over at ESPN. It shouldn't come as any surprise, even as uh, it's increasingly exasperated to keep reaching into your pocket for more and more pay-per-view money just to follow sport. Uh, but Venevides is when over Caleb Plant is stronger than anticipated numbers. And once a guy gets on pay-per-view, it's really hard to talk them back uh, if they had won their last time out. Currently, PBC has Canelo versus Charlo set for PPV on September 30th. And it's expected that Keith Thurman versus Yodinius Yogus will be finalized for pay-per-view in the fall as well. So pay-per-view seems to be the way to go for these fighters and uh, lay it on the line. If we're going to pay for it, that's for sure. Let's have a quick look at what Tyson Fury's up to these days. He's holding back on heavyweight division and anti-Joshua versus Robert Hellenius breakdown on fighting words it says it says uh it's always a party when anti joshua fights as matchroom goes all out for the former unified champion uh there was going to be another celebration when joshua was supposed to fight delia white uh but the party go got shut down when white got nixed uh, from the fight after failing multiple drug tests as we all know uh now joshua faces uh, robert helenius who fought uh, just a few days ago and the fight airs via a regular zone subscription which i just announced uh, fight fans have been rewarded with great bouts in 2023 from Gervonta Davis versus Ryan Garcia to Errol Spence versus uh, Terrence Crawford, as I've just mentioned. However, the one division that's been a bit of a letdown has been the heavyweight division. Division gets its own way as the best won't. The division gets in its own way as the best won't fight the best, and that's due to contract disputes and failed drug tests, etc. Years ago, heavyweights were the bread and butter of boxing. Now it is a division that can't be taken seriously. You can see this entire article on sportingnews.com. Can we blame the WBC heavyweight champ Tyson Fury for some of these issues? The Brit was supposed to fight Joshua and Alexander Usyk, but negotiation on his end of all has gone south. The cash cow in the division is Fury, but he is busy fighting MMA's Francis Nagano in an exhibition bout next. So we got to wonder... Uh, if Joshua will continue on, uh, if he loses to Hellenius, uh, got to wonder what the bigger fight at heavyweight is, Fury versus Usyk or Joshua versus Wilder, if he wins. Um, and debating a, a good point here would be a potential fight between 
Joshua and Wilder if he does win indeed. It's a quick look. Uh, Derek DeZora, another heavyweight, has never been uh, one to tow an official line or keep his thoughts to himself. And so it has proved again this week as he allegedly revealed the whopping amount of money Tyson Funny is set to Tyson Fury is set to earn for his much maligned fight with MMA star Francis Nagano. As I just said, the boxing world would much rather have seen WBC and lineal uh, heavyweight champ Fury take on Ukraine and Yusik for all four major world, uh, world title belts. And even Nagano understood those frustrations. After negotiations broke down earlier this year, Fury's moved on to this highly lucrative bout with former UFC champ Nagano, while Yusik is set to defend his uh, titles against British uh, challenger Daniel Dubois in Poland on August 26th. Chisora himself is a former Fury victim, having lost the Gypsy King by 10th round stoppage at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium back in December last year. But uh, Chisora responded to the suggestion that a lot of people have criticized Fury for taking the fight. He said they don't know how much Tyson Fury is getting paid. That's why they criticize him. Then he dropped the exact amount. He's getting paid $50 million. It is indeed a nice eye-watering amount of money and not the first time Fury stepped away from boxing for a big payday. Uh, he appeared in the WWE Crown Jewel event, defeating a guy by the name of Braun Strowman via Count Out back in 2019 and has said he would like to return to wrestling one day. Fans will be hoping that doesn't come ahead of a big boxing match like uh, with the with the likes of Anti Joshua or Yusek or even uh, Jared Anderson, in my opinion. All right, let's move along uh, just to, to wind things out here. Uh, Joshua, let's have a quick look here. As the initial bout was canceled, Joshua Versalanius isn't deemed big enough to put on pay-per-view and will be available for his own standard subscription holders. Uh, AJ's promoter Eddie Hearn told Talk Sport, uh, we are taking the fight off pay-per-view. The financial difference to Joshua in this fight is astounding, but he wants to fight. And in terms of a non-pay-per-view card, I think this is one of the strongest we've ever done. There you have it. More words from Mr. Ed himself. Well, thanks very much for joining me here on Talk and Fight. I appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. And we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Eastern time when I join Mike Gore for his show, Knuckle Up.